This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. This special episode of The Toast is presented by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you, State Farm, for sponsoring a gorgeous Monday episode. Not only is it a gorgeous Monday episode because I have returned from Las Vegas, and boy, do I have things to say. It is also Jacqueline Follet's birthday, okay? Everybody in studio, clap. It's Jackie's birthday. Hey, Jackson. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm feeling super special that State Farm wanted to sponsor my birthday episode. That is, that's why they called. They said, we hear there's a big birthday coming up. Yeah, and Jake like called me personally. Oh, wow. He was like, he was he like, has your direct happy line. Birthday. Happy birthday, Jakey from State Farm. <laughs> happy birthday, Jax. How do you feel? I feel good. I mean, it's just, it's so much pressure to like have a special day. No, it's not horrible. Like, and I'm trying to just like be really present in the day. Like every few 30 minutes, an hour, I'll be like, oh, it's my birthday. How wonderful. I'm trying to like appreciate any special moments. And it actually has been made more special by the fact that yesterday was daylight savings. So I'm getting like more birthday Mm -hmm. in my day because we all woke up at seven today Mm -hmm. and usually we wake up at eight. So I'm getting the extra hour for my day of birth. And so far it's been... A pleasant day. I don't have anything crazy planned. The one thing that I wanted, which I'm getting, which is all that I want, is a massage. Oh, nice. And I didn't know if it was going to happen. But then yesterday, I found someone who can do an at-home massage because I can't leave the house. Uh, And I'm so excited because I am a broken woman. Like I love that. I love that for you. Physically, I am ailing. So I'm really excited about that. And then, you know what I'm doing today? And this is kind of I feel like what people wouldn't expect from like birthday plans because it's always like, oh, we'll go to a restaurant and we'll order something special. I'm kind of turning the birthday on its head. Oh my God, what are you doing? I'm making a chili. (gasps) You're making a chili? Day chili. I absolutely love that for you. The word chili like does send a shiver down my spine. Because you're in a chili scandal of your own. But let me just say why I decided to make a chili for my birthday. Because I'm sure people are like, Jax, why do you want to cook? Right. Well, first of all, I'll have like the chili will be going all day. It'll get like so excited. Such a good vibe. I don't want to order in. I don't enjoy ordering in. So I want to have a home cooked meal. Why not chili? And I can like prepare it right after we finish the toast and be done with the work. And then by the time it's dinner time, like my dinner will be ready. I'll have a hearty dinner. And that's what makes me happy is having chili. So like, why not on my birthday? That's beautiful. I love that chili has kind of just become like a cornerstone of our of our joy and our happiness. It's really something that buoys the both of us. Yeah. And but it took a dark turn for you yesterday. And I know how you feel because I've had my own chili scandal. No, And so it's funny that like chili is this kind of joyous thing in our lives. And we both kind of have trauma associated to it. We do. But it's like. The chili will prevail, but tell everyone what you're going through and and how you're feeling. Well, the first thing is for anyone who might be new here and and Jackie, Jackie's story is actually really, really beautiful. Um, She put out a vlog on our Patreon um, because we're always talking about chili and people are always asking for like recipes and stuff. So she did a vlog like making a chili and I don't think there's ever been more backlash within our community than there was that day. I remember I was in Belize and I was like just enjoying my life and I looked at my phone and I'm like, oh my God, our business is burning our business is ending it was a flop people did not like me they did not like the vlog and they did not like the recipe they thought it was like not special enough when I like I wasn't saying this is like a crazy chili I'm like this is my standard chili and so to be honest I think maybe you know up until yesterday like I was on the side of the people like I was I stood with them I saw them I I I, I felt what they were saying and I had to experience you know the same thing you experienced in order for me to realize like people need to grow the fuck up and shut the fuck up about chili. Okay. Yeah. So Claudia put out her video and I could tell you put a lot of love and care into your video and you were excited about your video and your chili, Mm -hmm. which is exactly how I felt when I did my chili blog. I was enjoying my day, taking everyone along with me. Like 
sure, it wasn't the most groundbreaking content, but it was pleasant, yep. I felt. Yep. And Claudia put forth her video and her chili, and she was brutally rebuffed. People saying, that's not chili, that's meat sauce. Okay, what People about it wasn't chili? People saying, you shouldn't be eating chili with a fork. And to that I say, grab a spoon. <laughs> grab a spoon. Um, Honestly, it was very, it was disheartening. It was upsetting. And most of all, it was confusing because people, the general consensus in my comment section, uh, and by the way, Ben was responding to every single comment fighting for his life. The general consensus was that what we made was not a chili. And it was taco meat. It literally wasn't. It was but chili. But I've been saying, I've been saying, Turdy doesn't like chili. Turdy likes taco meat. Like that's how she likes her chili. She doesn't like it soupy. And I've also been saying that chili is more personal than comedy, more personal than food, more personal than Poetry more personal than insurance. Thanks, State Farm, for sponsoring this episode. Jackie, and so why don't you add it to the list of things you were right about? Like, I get, you know, I, the, me and Ben just kept like looking at each other and we're like, what about this isn't chili? I, I think the general consensus was that it wasn't technically chili because we didn't put any chili powder in it. Why didn't you put chili powder in it? Because I didn't watch the, I watched the whole thing, but only half with volume. Ben just like, his, Secret blend of herbs and spices doesn't include chili. It's got cumin, paprika, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I already have a list on my phone of things that are personal. Oh my God. Our lists are so poignant. Comedy, food, poetry, travel, insurance, books, insurance, and chili. Yeah. That's kind of, that's where I'll leave it. You know, I don't really want to like feed into the negativity of you know people trying to bring me down because I'm I'm just such a light you are so did you enjoy your chili I did it was it came with a side of backlash but I enjoyed the chili the taste was superb superb yeah and I just want to say credit to myself because when I made my chili blog I also went above and beyond and I made a recipe card and I put it together, finally, my chili recipe down on paper. And I haven't made a chili in so long that I forgot what, what kind of chili I like. And I went and self-referenced my recipe card, and that's the recipe I will be following. So thank you, past me. It's amazing when, you know, you can reference or not reference your own work. And I'm feeling really excited to follow my own recipe. Well, happy birthday, Jax. I can't think of a better way to spend your birthday than together. You know, chit-chatting. Girly girl chit chat. Girly girl chit chat. Presented by State Farm. No, I, I seriously couldn't think of a better way with a future of chili in my future. So today's episode is going to be fabulous. Everybody wants the BravoCon recap. I just got back from Las Vegas. I was there with Viva State Las Vegas. I think in today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about Viva Las Vegas. And you can't say LV. You can't say those words if you're not going to sing it. So true. I think that's a fair rule for today. So Jackson, I thought, you know... We'll do an entire BravoCon recap as our first story. And then, of course, the rest of the Fast Five. And we got a little surprise at the end of the episode um, mm. for everybody. Maybe it's like, it's like a birthday extravaganza surprise. Everything is just coming up birthday. Everything's coming up j jakey. From State Farm. So let's dive into the BravoCon recap. I got back from Vegas on Saturday night, like in the middle of the night. Um, and I have Shall a lot to say. into the stories? I have a lot to say. So I think without... Further ado? Without further ado about my birthday chili, though I might circle back to it, I make no promises. Here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. Okay, <clears throat> so BravoCon. This is my second BravoCon. The first time I went, I moderated a panel, which was obviously like such an honor and very um, exciting, but I didn't really get to experience the con because I was like backstage like working, reading, reading off curds. Right. You do love curds. I do love curds. But this time was actually like better because I got to go and like walk through the convention. I had like a whole ticket and I went with State Farm was the brand that brought me. And they had like this really kind of sick activation, very summer house era. Um, and it was just really cool to like go. They put so much effort and like thought into all like the entire convention. I didn't really get to see that the last time. The last time it was also in New York, which was obviously so easy for me. But this, I think like going to a different state, like everybody there was just. You were more immersed. Yeah, no. And it really felt like a convention, like just walking through like the hotel lobby. Everybody was wearing like their T-shirts and you could tell like people were just there for BravoCon. There was also a lot going on in Vegas that weekend. But for the most part, everyone was there for BravoCon. It was just like very exciting. It made it. 
like I made it a lot more I think exciting to a it be in another city that is not my hometown and B to get to go with State Farm and just like literally walk through like I got to see everybody's like merch booths there was just like a lot going on and the cool thing about BravoCon is like the talent like there's so many Bravo liberties yeah they literally just walk the floor like you don't need to you know get a meet and greet to meet you just walk around you'll see a million people from every franchise and what I really love and I feel like I always cite this as a reference is what I really like about BravoCon is that it's not just active Bravo liberties and I always cite how like the Shahs of Sunset people, <laughs> you can add that to the list. I, I like that they like include former shows, former housewives, former castmates. So it was like really sick to see everyone. And I was so happy to see my Shahs of Sunset girly girls there. So who did you see? Who'd you spend the most time with? I spent the most time low key with Jake from State Farm. Wow. And I have a lot Big of thoughts. celebrity. Let me Huge. tell you. Okay, first of all, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to put up a picture of me and Jake's firm safe farm. You could see, like, we had this sort of, like, electric connection. Tell me more. Um, when I tell you, whenever I, like, meet someone famous, like, everybody, like, from high school, they call me and they text me. I never got more texts in my life, seriously, than meeting Jake from State Farm. That is so funny. But I feel that even when I saw the pictures and the content, I, like... That's a big celeb. No, it's a big celeb. And I actually like, got to spend like some downtime with him. And I had so many questions for him because right. he's such an interesting level of fame where he's arguably like one of the most recognizable people in the world. Yeah. Everybody knows him. He's so famous. But it's not like traditional fame where you have like a movie or a book or whatever, like where people know you from. It's kind of this different level of fame. And when I tell you, he could not have been nicer. He's so normal. He's... Because he's really like a regular guy. That's the yeah, right. That's comforting. He was so nice. He's very handsome. (laughs) He's very handsome, and honestly, I I just feel like we were like doing a bunch of like things at the activation. But I really was like just trying to get some downtime with him, like asking him a bunch of questions about you know his life, and he was you know an up and coming actor he wanted to act and this role this is really the role of a lifetime the role of a lifetime just transformed his life yeah I just I was obsessed with Jake from State Farm (laughs) and by the way Jackie line of people to take a picture he was like doing a meet and greet at the they they built this like big house in the middle of BravoCon State Farm did and it was meant I think to look like you know the summer house house because it was very Hamptons very coastal grandmother there was a pool and it said summer should be fun um not a real pool sorry like a fake pool but whatever um and people literally like lined up I, when I walked in I was like oh my god who's here maybe it's like you know Paige DeSorbo and Paige DeSorbo actually was there but it was Jake from State Farm wow Who'd have thought to go all the way to Viva Las Vegas? Honestly, it was... And you're most taken with Jake. I was very so taken. so was I. No, so was everyone, Jackie. Everybody was calling me. <laughs> I love that. Um, so they had a really cute activation and a lot of like Bravo Leb stopped by. I saw Paige and Amanda. Really, like everybody's outfits. It's crazy how everybody like... It's like the Met Gala for Bravo liberties. Like they get stylists. Yeah. They have multiple outfit changes full glam like it was really insane to see up close and personal how much effort and thought went into the looks and everybody really looked great yeah no it's a whole thing there's so much news that came out from BravoCon yeah obviously like all the stars in one room we have Vanderpump Rule news um you know some sound bites from some of the panels you know Kyle was tearing up about her separation with Mauricio Erica Jane has her own little spinoff about her Vegas show, uh, Bet It All on Blonde. Mm -hmm. That looks intense. It does. I was surprised that she got a spinoff, but I love that. Yeah. No, um, Shannon Bedore addresses her DUI on the stage. Did you take in any of the panels? I did. your time there? The Summer House one, um, which was (laughs) brought to you by State Farm. It was. It just happened to be also sponsored by State Farm. Um, that was really interesting because that was the first time Carl and Lindsay like actually physically saw each other, which is so crazy. And how that's where it's like I was what I was thinking a lot about this weekend is how meta it is to be a Bravo celebrity because like you really put your whole life out. Yeah, this is your real life, like real relationships, beyond. Yeah. But that it's also your work. Yeah, so it's like you're going to this big work trip where you have to live out your life. Yes, publicly. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's I, interesting. It was also making me think of like Paige and Craig because it's like so cool that they're dating and they're like co-workers and they both have this big work event and they get to go together. Go together. No, totally. The relationships, like when they when it works, it's so fabulous. But then when it doesn't work, Carl and Lindsay, like, oh my God, how awkward is that? Like your ex-fiance, your scorned lover, like a person you probably don't hate more in the world than, than your ex-fiance is literally your co-worker. Right, but then it also facilitates mending fences because, like, yeah. look at Tom Sandoval. Yeah, no, and by the He's way, in the mix. When I was walking around, I, we knew he was going to get like booed, whatever. But like, people were lining up. His merch, by the way, he was selling like hundred dollar merch. His merch was for sale. There were people lining up. Like, you can't keep a Bravo celebrity down, and it's like the farther you fall, almost like the higher you climb. If that Rise. makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. But also, like, he is kind of good with a lot of the cast members, like even Ariana. We are seeing some of that, like, in the upcoming season. Like, I mean, they're filming together, and he's still a part of the show, and they're at BravoCon. And he's- but the BravoCon drama was that they did a panel. The, the night before they did a panel, or the night of they did a panel, apparently Sheena was, like, spending all night in Tom's room. Not, like, in a sexual way, but just, like, hanging out. Yeah. When she's, like, ride or die for Ariana. And, and like, Ariana was really mad about it. That is drama, but then I've also seen like Ariana hanging out in a group setting with Sandoval. So I mean, I'm she has confused. to. Yeah. No, but there's clearly like a divide. Interesting. Um, I don't know if anybody noticed. I'm wearing some like new kind of designer bracelets. I I see. That's your pop of red for the season, right? The it's State like, Farm red. By the way, you know that red. They really do say red is the color of the season. I've I've now been seeing it since you said it and it's never going to be the color of my season unless I am with State Farm being sponsored by State Farm <laughs> but um I do see what you're saying now and I do think that State Farm's influence honestly they had a friendship bracelet making station at the State Farm thing which is so cute I love how friendship bracelets are like back yeah they're like so of the zeitgeist right now yeah thanks tailored so I actually got one um from Jake. I don't know. I don't want to like make my husband jealous. What does it say? It says Jake's BFF. I feel like that's and him putting me in the friend zone. <laughs> for sure. Did he make that for you or did you make it for yourself like we saw on your Instagram? Okay. Don't be rude. He made it for me. It says Jake's BFF. Then one of the professional bracelet makers made me this one that says good neighbor. And then I made myself one that says turtleloo. Are you a good neighbor? Oh my God, that's so funny that you say that because actually this morning I was thinking about neighbors because I'm in this new building and I got in the elevator and then it stopped and picked someone up on the way down and he was just like this older gentleman and he was like, you know, oh, Monday. And I was like, Monday? And it was like 9.45. So he's like, not that rough. You know, we're both leaving the house at 9.45. I'm like, oh, totally. And then I got out of the elevator and I was like, in my old building, I never sort of had that neighborly camaraderie. Yeah. And that's because like nobody lived in my old building. It was very much like a, I, the one time I literally saw someone in my old building. He's like, is this your primary residence? I'm like, uh, yeah. Are you calling me poor? Like everybody <laughs> in my building was so rich that this was their second home, you know? And I yeah. was like, I was like the only slob who lived there primarily. <laughs> um, but then in this new building, like everybody lives there, you know, it's like where people live. <laughs> right. Where you have good neighbors like State Farm. Right. And I had just like a neighborly experience this morning and I was like, this is so normal. I love and soon you're going to be bringing over a cup of sugar. Right. No, no. Like, uh, may I borrow an egg? May I borrow some chili powder? I'm getting roasted on Instagram. Oh, sir, do you, have any, do you have chili powder to spare? Do you have some liquid I could put with my taco meat? Oh, my God. I did put broth in my taco meat. I don't want to talk about it. I'll have to go back and assess and see, like, how much broth did you put? My recipe calls for two cups. I don't know. Ben just eyeballs it. But a lot. Yeah, I but saw But then the I let it simmer. Then I you let it simmer and it boils you know what's off. living in my head rent-free? What? That chopper. I got it from, uh, yeah, from Amazon. I got a veggie chopper. Is it worth it? Yes. Because I'm thinking about today all the chopping that I have to do and I just like keep th seeing you like pushing it down on the chopper and I'm like, maybe I need a chopper. It's 100% worth it. You just have to know how to use it. Like I used it a little bit incorrectly yesterday, but it still saved me at least 20 minutes. But Ben wasn't convinced? Because I used it incorrectly. Like I put the whole bell pepper. You have to lay it flat to, if you want it really small. Right. Also, Ben is an expert chopper. It's such a shame that you have a chopper when you literally have a chopper, a human yeah. chopper. He chops so nicely. He does. Wait, also, I'm sorry. The kind of the biggest moment at BravoCon I totally forgot to talk about was on the way there. 
Um, I knew that my route, like the Thursday night before Friday of BravoCon, of from New York to Vegas, like I knew there would be people on it. First of all, there was to just- where? Viva Las Vegas. Thank you. Um, I knew there would be Housewives on it because I live, in, you know, obviously in New York, but there's multiple franchises. There's Real Housewives of New York, OG, Real Housewives yeah. of New York, New, Real Housewives of New Jersey, Summer, Summer House. House. So I knew. And it really was like there were so many toasters and just like Bravo fans on the flight. And then when we got seated, I was literally like just minding my own business and I heard Erin Leachie's voice and I had just been catching up on Real Housewives of New York. I heard her voice and I happened to have her number because we've been putting this chat and I texted her. I was like, by the way, are you on this flight? And she like turned around. She was sitting right in front of me with her husband. And then very last minute, she almost missed the flight. Dolores Catania and Paulie got on. We're sitting a few rows behind me. And Erin and I were just like talking. And then I went to go to the bathroom and I haven't met her, but we like know each other just from like New York Jewish energy. And she was sitting next to Abe, who I love. And on my way back from the bathroom, we like were chatting and she was telling me that she's starting this dinner and if I wanted to come. And I really was planning on getting there Thursday night so I could show up, you know, fresh faced and gorgeous for State Farm. But, you know, Erin Leachie invites you to a dinner and she told me like a lot of people were going to be there. I was like, okay, I didn't even bring an outfit. I looked so ugly and stupid because I really only planned for a Friday and I was really planning on going to bed. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I wore like some ugly shirt and a skirt. And I'm so glad I went, by the way, because... It was really premium. Like, I wasn't sure who was going to be there. You know, Erin's new to the Bravo world. I don't know if she has, like, deep connections to, you know, the OGs. It was Erin Leachie, Turney, Abe, who I need to talk about because, like, I'm obsessed with. Abe is her husband, for those who don't watch New York Legacy. Meredith Marks from Salt Lake City. Crystal Kung Minkoff. Jackie Goldschneider. Jen Fessler. Jeff Fessler. I can't believe they literally have the same name. I just put that together. Um, Tracy Tudor for Million Dollar Listing. I think that's it. Man, I'm definitely forgetting someone and it's like so rude. No, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, and I didn't realize it was kind of like a meeting of the Jewish housewives. I didn't know Crystal Kung Minkoff was a convert. Love that for her. I didn't know that either. No, Abe, Aaron's husband, told me all about it. Apparently she's like a very, you know, devoted convert. Love oh, that. I love that. I love that. I knew her husband was Jewish. I didn't know she converted. Um, and it was fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. I really spent most of the night talking to Abe, <laughs> Aaron's husband. And I don't want to like, I don't want to blow, you know, I don't want to blow up his spot, but I, I have to say something because I sat right behind him on the plane. Okay. Do you know what Aaron and uh, Abe Leachie does on the plane? No. No shoes. No socks. Is he wearing socks that he takes off or he wore sock shoes with no socks? That's an amazing question. I There's only a saw the raw dogs. I didn't I didn't see the unveiling of the dogs. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought everybody should like know. Maybe he wore like a loafer because that's a comfortable travel shoe. Of course. And you take Keep off your, shoes your shoes on or you bring you a pair of socks. Shoes at security, like they slide on and off. By the way, I just want to say on really long flights, I do take my shoes off and I always bring a pair of like big fuzzy socks. Me too. But not everyone is turdy. Other, other people have things on their mind. You know, they, the socks might slip through the cracks. I just thought everybody should know that. And now we know. And now you know. I had so much fun at this dinner, by the way. Like, I was so glad I went. It was one of those things where, like, I went by myself. Yeah. And, you know, like, going places by yourself can be tough. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, I really wish Ben came with me. But obviously, he had to watch the um. And I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Turdy was nervous. You know, I didn't know who was going to be there. I don't know, like, the vibes. I was so was glad that I went. shy. I was feeling shy. I really was. I was so glad that I went. Everyone was so nice. Like, not Abe Leachy, like, making people move and giving me the seat next to him. Like, so generous. And I literally spent the whole night talking to Abe Leachy and Jen Fessler because I'm obsessed with Jen Fessler from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Like, she's so underrated. I saw on your Instagram, and I agree from the show. From the show, like, and, and I told her that I loved her. She's like, no, I know. Like, my daughter's the biggest toaster. And when you talked about me on the toast and just said that you, like, loved me, everybody in my life, like, texted me, calling me. She was like, I had no idea. And she was like, my daughter thought I was so cool. And so thank you. And I was obsessed. I was like, oh my God, not Jen Fessler, like respecting the toast. Love her. Respecting the hell out of the toast. And then there was like a moment where all the housewives got together to take a picture. And obviously like I didn't get in it. And like, cause I respect, like I'm not a housewife. I'm just like a loser podcaster, you know? <laughs> You're just a lowly turd. No, I'm like, I'm not here for, you know, I'm not a Bravo celebrity. I'm here with Steve Farr. Right. Like one of these things is not like the other. And by the way, like it's not 
good or bad that you're not a housewife. Like it it's just, just a is. fact. Like, and but we can look facts in the eye. Let me tell you, they all were like, dirty, get in the picture. I swear. They I was not. dirty? No, no, no. I was not going to get in the picture because I'm not. Like, I know where I'm not wanted. You know, I'm, I know where I'm not needed. It's not about not being wanted. It's about yeah. not being needed or factually accurate. It's about knowing your place. And factual accuracy is but key. Meredith, everybody was like, dirty. They didn't say dirty. Claudia, get in, get in. But I did let them get a shot without me. Right, of course. It's like when you bring someone to a wedding, you don't know if it's yep. going to last. They, no, and they, I thought it was interesting. One, but not I thought, all. I thought it was interesting, like, who chose to post the picture with me and who chose to post the picture without me. Name names. No, I won't. I won't. Who posted with you? Um, I want to say it was Jen Fessler, and then a bunch of people reposted Jen Fessler's. So unbeknownst to them, they included me. Oh, were you, like, on a bunch of Bravo accounts, too? Did oh, you- I don't know. I'm sure I was. Yeah. Do you have your tags on? Do you see it? I, I do have my tags on, but I didn't look. I was so busy, you know, with Jake from State Firm. Jake from State Firm. But I was actually like, you know, one of those things where you're like nervous. You're like, oh, I don't want to go. And then you're like so yeah. happy you went. Yes. It, it, that's like the camera and the counselor. Yes, exactly. I experienced exactly what the camper experienced on the Thursday night at BravoCon. Would you say Jen? Fe- no, Abe was your counselor. Abe was my counselor for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just like shepherding you through like. You better be hungry because dinner is ready. I hope you like, you meatballs, like meatballs on top of on spaghetti. Top of spaghetti. Beautiful. It's a timeless tale. So then Friday and Saturday, I was at the convention with State Farm. And it was really um, just fabulous. It really reminded me a lot of the Eras tour. Hmm. Because like everybody there was just like so happy. And like this is their interest. Like Bravo is definitely a hobby, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a full-time job to be keeping up with all these shows, the drama on the internet. And everybody was just wearing, like, how the Eras tour, everybody wore, like, their craziest, sparkliest, eras outfit. Everybody's wearing, like, their Bravo-iest outfit. Like, they all had were very creative with, like, their T-shirts and their slogans, and people made their own shirts. And everyone was just so excited to be there, like, excited about this common thing, you know? Yeah. And it was, like, this judgment-free zone, almost. I feel like people who watch a lot of reality TV, like, people totally look down on you. They're like, uh-huh, you, like, watch that trash. Like... And like this was just a place where everybody could be very, um, not ruthless, what's the, shameless almost. Yeah. With their love and adoration and like excitement. No one's going to be like making fun of you for being excited about something and like, you know, geeking out over Reza Farahan. <laughs> and it was really, it reminded me a lot of the Eras tour. That's beautiful. Yeah, is that a good like comparison? I thought of that on the way it home. It is a good comparison. Like Because that's what I thought when I was walking. One common interest unabashedly yeah that's what I was proud. thinking when I walked into the Eras I'm like this is so nice like everybody who like probably keeps a part of their like joy and excitement like a little bit sheltered because like for fear of judgment you didn't have to do that at the Eras tour and you don't have to do it at BravoCon either that's so great yeah it was really honestly sick and this was the first time they did it in Vegas and it definitely made it more special like and the yeah. convention center was I must have gotten 30,000 steps in every day like I brought up I'm so I didn't check, but I should. And I'm probably like deeply overestimating. It was probably like 5,000. Um, I brought a pair of like Croc sandals. I'm so glad that I did. I thought maybe I was like, oh, I'll bring them. And then if I don't need them the next day, I won't bring them. So much walking. Like if you want to see everything and and compare, there was a lot of walking in New York, but it was pretty much contained. You know, the Javits Center takes up like three blocks. This yeah. convention center, oh my God, it must have been 100,000 square feet. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, I like when it's a destination. Everyone's like in one. The city's so big. You can stay anywhere. It kind of spreads people apart. But to be like all on the strip, that's so cool. I wonder if they'll do it again there. I would imagine it was successful. Yeah. I mean, it being in New York is obviously like way more convenient for Turdy. But it definitely makes it like more special. For sure. And Vegas is like, I'm a, I love Vegas. I love Vegas I don't know too. if people know that about me. Like I love Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, no, I love Vegas. I literally went Greatest to the casino. Greatest city in the world. I went Vegas, to the casino by myself. <laughs> Vegas or nowhere? <laughs> Vegas or nowhere. I agree. How'd you do at the casino? I didn't do great, but I could okay. have done a lot worse. But did you have fun? I was like by myself and I sat down at this table with the this other guy and he was like not like in like he wasn't wanting to create camaraderie at the table. And I feel like the best tables are when strangers come together mm-hmm. and sort of create bonds and we're all on the same team. Like we're all playing against the dealer. We're not playing against each other because I was playing blackjack and he was not interested in like even remotely making a connection with me. And that was, that was, it took away from the fun for sure. So in that sense, he was unlike Jake from State Farm. 
Precisely. Maybe he already knew you had a best friend. Maybe. Maybe he saw the bracelet that said Jake's BFF. Jake and me. And three, Jake and you and Aaron. And I mean, and Abe. (laughs) Four and Aaron. Four, yeah. Five and Jen Fessler. Totally. What a crew. Yeah. Well, thanks for the recap. I'm so glad that you went and that you had, you know, boots on the ground. You were able to tell us what we're missing because everyone's talking about BravoCon. No, and there were so, like, you just needed to walk around to witness stuff. It's not like all this stuff was happening behind the scenes, you know? Right. Right. It was actually cool. Like, when you were walking between, like, they're like these huge rooms. I was in the It's All Happening room, very Sheena Shea. But when you walk between these big convention centers, there's literally just like stages in the middle with like mini panels, breakout sessions. Then there was like the big stage. That's where the Summer House one was. That's where like the big New Jersey ones. But then they had these sort of breakout sessions and there was like A-listers, like Dorit, you know? You just had to walk around to see stuff. It was actually cool. And for the most part, every Bravo celebrity like wants to meet the fans. They're not like divas and like walking, you know? Right, they're coming there to be a part of it. Like, it's so, so they were taking pictures everyone, with everyone. I did ev- see um, like some TikTok drama, like people calling out Bravo celebrities who like weren't being friendly. Oh, I didn't Or who see. required you to like purchase something before taking a picture. Some people like did their meet and greets at their mooch, mooch birth. <laughs> at their merch, merch booth. booth. Um, and it was like encouraged to purchase, but not required. And some people it was required and that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But I feel like... If you're a Barbara Liberty who's doing that, it's so on brand. Yes, that it, it is. It actually doesn't harm your brand. I agree. And it really depends like, on who it is, but you can get away with it. Being a diva is on brand. 100%. So if someone's no. like walking around pretending like they're too good for pictures, it's like, that's interesting in and of itself. It is. But, you know, let me tell you, State Farm was very laissez-faire. Like Amanda Batula and Paige DeSorbo and Jake from State Farm, no purchase required. Like they just came so many. I met so many toasters. The Bravo toaster like overlap. The Venn diagram is just a circle. Oh my God. It's a circle. So I felt like really good to be amongst like-minded individuals. That's great. I'm actually all caught up on my Bravo right now. So I'm am I. caught up on Beverly Hills and I'm caught up on Southern Charm and things are starting to get a little crazy. I finished Roni. All the Roni ladies were there except Jenna Lyons. Hmm. I feel like that pretty much confirms like she's not coming back. Is that what people are saying? Yeah. When the last time she went on Watch Happens Live, people said like her and Andy like talking about the season was very conclusive. Like, like it wasn't. Do you think she was right for the show? No. And And I think think she would agree. And people were like acting, treating her differently than everyone else. Yeah. It's almost like when Denise Richards came on. That's like the same level. I, I think it's a good comparison. And she got no special treatment. Yeah. Jenna got so much special treatment that to the point where it made it uninteresting. And she also didn't really open up. And she did open up about certain stuff, but it wasn't like interesting. She didn't open up with the ladies in terms of like being real friends with them, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the the excitement of it being Jenna Lyons wore off very quickly to the point where she's a housewife now and she's not cutting it. Yeah. Yeah. That happens with everyone. Like you get a big name, but it's like, okay. That's interesting for an episode, but like, what do you bring to the show? It doesn't last past like three episodes, honestly. Yeah. So I feel like her not coming when everybody else did, Jessel, Bryn, Aaron, I feel like it's pretty much confirmation she's not coming back. I don't think she liked it either. Like, she didn't like to talk about it in the press. She wore jeans to the reunion. Like, fair. Not everything is for everyone. Yeah. Is that crazy? She wore jeans to a reunion. Andy said something. It's not crazy because it's her. Like, right. No, if, if there, there's very few people who could get away with that. Yeah, if it was like an OC housewife wearing jeans to reunion, no. like that would be wild. But like, oh, she wore jeans, it's high fashion. Yeah. Because she is fashion. I will say also, it being in Vegas, it was a little chaotic in New York because like it was only so big. So every time a panel ended, people would run out. And then it was almost like a little chaotic. This one was so big, like there, it was very spread out. Like there were seats, there wasn't standing room. Like it was very civilized. Yeah, it was. I think it was better. I think it was better. Everything's bigger in Vegas. And they went bigger, too. They did, like, the Bravos, where Andy basically, like, hosted the Golden Globes and gave out awards. A bunch of people were up for awards, and he, like, roasted everyone. It was actually, it was really good. Great. Well, thanks for going and covering in. Thanks for State Farm for bringing our girl, making sure that she brought back all the tea, all the bracelets, all the memories. Shout out to State Farm, because I probably wouldn't have went without them, so... Because, like, like a good neighbor, State Firm is there. Was Jake impressed with your singing? He was, actually. I, I think he's just, like, a really nice guy, you know? 
Yeah. So we made like some content together. Like he would be impressed. He would be nice about my singing too. Yeah. Like I think whether I was Mariah Carey or Jackie Ashray, like he would have given me the same reaction, you know? Yeah, I do know. It was, he's he's really a sweetheart. (laughs) Okay. Why don't you go text him? Why don't you go host the toast with Jake? I would absolutely love to. He's welcome here anytime. And I found out something crazy about Jake. I don't know if it's like me blowing up his spot. His name is not Jake. Yeah. IRL. I don't want to know what it is. I'm not going to say it because he's Jake. Don't ruin the dream. And I feel like if I saw him on the street and like I said, Jake, like he would respond to Jake. Yeah. That is crazy. Fun fact. Okay. Well, are you ready for our next story? I am. Though that was the big news from this weekend. Some other news. Taylor Swift was making news. She was hanging out in New York City with Sophie Turner and Brittany Mahomes. As I don't Travis, want to talk about this story. As Travis Kelsey played in New Jersey. So yes, um, Turdy has an important anecdote to share with the class about how she missed hanging out with Taylor. But she went out to dinner with her pals, including Brittany Mahomes and two other wags in New York City while the boys were off playing in Germany for a football game. The A-list group were photographed leaving Bond Street Sushi on Saturday night. And then they went to a birthday party at Simon Huck's birthday party. Yeah. So here's the thing. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to Simon's birthday. Simon is a good friend of Turdy. So, of course, it begs the question, Turdy, were you invited to Simon's birthday? Of course. Oh, my God. Clear the record. I was invited. And you weren't there because? Because I was with Jake from State Farm. Because she was working and she was on her way home from Vegas and she didn't go to the party and she didn't party with Taylord. Never in my life did it occur. Like, I I would never would have thought she would have been there. Simon's so close with Kim Kardashian. So... I figured, like, first of all, she would never be there. Second of all, I thought she was, like, headed out on Eras Tour International. I feel like it's been, like, it starts any day now. Yeah, but she had one last night with the girls. So do you think Taylor wasn't the primary invitee? Someone, no, one of I don't her- think she was invited. So she was at Bond Street Sushi, which is literally next door to Zero Bond, which is a private members club where she goes all the time. And that's where the birthday party was. Oh, that's where the birth. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm sure they went next door for a drink and heard like, oh, there's a fab party downstairs. And I'm sure some of the girls in Simon's crew, I mean, in Taylor's crew, know Simon and were probably yes. invited. Yes. And brought Taylor along. And she's just like kind of a down for anything kind of girl. And she might not. No, she probably knows that Simon's no, friends with Kim. I-, I feel like it's. I feel like she didn't know and like she probably doesn't care. Yeah. I'm so upset. The thing is, is there's a reality in which I wasn't working this weekend and I went to Simon's and one of my new things in like my Ozempic era is like I can't really drink that much. So I've been going home from places like a little bit early and there's a reality in which like I drank a little bit, got a little nauseous and went home because that happens to me now. And there's a reality in which I went and missed Taylor. And let me tell you how much Fucking worse that would have been. I agree. So I have to acknowledge all the possibilities and be grateful that that wasn't my reality. And I'm not going to call her out, but that did happen to Amanda Hirsch. Right. She's not on Ozempic. Sorry. She just left early and missed Taylor. And I know she's like reeling from it right now. Right. And that's worse than having been previously. And I don't want to make Amanda feel worse than she already does by saying her reality is worse than mine. But I'm sorry, Amanda. It is. Yeah. And you just need to cope in whatever way you can. Because also, like, you're a bigger Swifty than Amanda. So it's so true. This is harder for you. And here's the thing. It feels like there's just this sort of cosmic energy that's keeping me and Taylor Swift apart. Like, for real. Well, it begs the the question, have you ever seen Turdy and Taylor in the same room? It does beg the question. Why can't they be in the same room? Are they the same person? No, it's because there's cosmic energy keeping us apart. Like, the universe doesn't want it. It's like when two... Magnets, magnets of the same elk of the same magnitude and that's what you are you're the magnitude of tailored but i did see the errors tour last night the movie i haven't seen it yet which is so crazy because we spent hours on this podcast talking about should i go friday night i had tickets for friday night and saturday day i didn't go to either because saturday day was your book signing mm-hmm. but i didn't know that so i gave away my friday night tickets to a toaster Because I was like, you know what? I think I'd rather go Saturday day when it's like not as chaotic. I feel like less people would go. I didn't end up going either. Then, you know, the world got away from me. Things were very difficult. I was going through a difficult time. I wasn't ready, honestly, to be. I didn't want it to be a distraction. I wanted to really enjoy it. And yesterday I went and let me tell you, 
It's spectacular. It might, might be better than the Eras tour in person, honestly. I know that sounds insane, but that's just because I'm like a lazy slob and like sitting and I went to a theater where you could order food. So sitting and like laying down and getting to like vibe with food and uh, oh, but you and didn't want to be up and dancing. Like I feel like I didn't. I, I didn't. And the thing is, I was in a theater. There was two other people in the theater and they were like six rows behind me. Like I could have danced and screamed. It was so loud. You couldn't. I was thinking, I'm like, how annoying is it if people are going to be like scream singing? You can't hear anything. Like it's so loud. And I really didn't have any interest in getting up and jumping around. That's interesting. I think yeah. like I want to be tapping my foot. Oh, and, but no, by the way, don't get me wrong. I was doing this, you know, like sitting, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. arms and hips. But I just feel like I would want to channel all of that serotonin and elation. Like, yes, but because it was so up close and personal, you saw so, you were so fixated on the details. I couldn't stop staring at her hair and nails because it's clear that she filmed two nights or maybe three and like spliced some together because there's one night where she has a chip in her manicure and like it was literally all I could look at during tolerate it because it was really up close um and then her hair like which starts out pin straight towards the end between like the elements and the sweat and the dancing and the jumping she has like a full-blown like curly head of hair folklore folklore and it was just fun to watch it progress like there were so many details and also I saw the show so many times but there were still elements of the show like the pyrotechnics the screens the dancers the outfits things that I really missed so I was really focused on it I wasn't like wanting to I wanted to watch got it so I was not going to see it because I was hoping to go to the concert but maybe I should just see the movie and if I make it to the concert we're going in Miami like you need to see it first I have to see the concert first, you're saying. You have to experience it. Because I know, and you haven't like seen like spoilers on TikTok. You have no idea what you're walking into, which is so rare. I haven't, like I saw your stories and stuff, but yeah, like I, I don't, I don't know this, this show backwards and forwards. Yeah, you should wait, but then you should also see the movie. I can't wait till the movie's like available on, you know, DVD. Like I need to purchase okay, it. Okay, that was my original plan. So I'll stick to my original plan. Yeah, stick to your original plan. So anyway, she was out with the Garleys and her friendship with Brittany Mahomes is just really getting blossoming. serious. Really, I love that. I love that. Like, it goes well I, for her relationship romantically with Travis. But I'm really interested in like the, the redemption era of Brittany Mahomes. Brittany Mahomes became like disliked for literally no reason. But she was too excited and too happy. Yeah, honestly, that's her and Taylor could be perfect friends. No, I'm sure they actually have a lot in common. Yeah, we're excited about things that we like. Right, and people find us like annoying for it, but we're not. We're just excited. Right. I like this for Brittany. I'm deeply like traumatized talking about this story because it could have been me. I could have been there. There was videos, footage of Taylor. They played Shake It Off. She was dancing. Sophie Turner was there. I happen to know Sophie Turner. Not like personally, but like we follow each other on Instagram. We've DM'd. We've met. So that could have been my point of entry. Oh my God, Sophie, hey. And then Sophie's like, oh, hey, Sophie, Taylor, this is my friend Claudia. Like I saw the whole thing, how it could have happened and it didn't. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. Sorry, Turdy. I mean, there was nothing I could have done, you know? No, you were working. State Farm needed you. Jake needed you. We it's fine. needed you. It, it will happen the way that it's meant to happen. Like, that wasn't it. Yeah. Also, did you watch football yesterday? I did. Good stuff, I thought. I saw the Frankfurt game. Oh, you did? I missed that one. I saw a little bit of Eagles-Cowboys. Can't talk about it because my husband was upset. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Bill's Bengals. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw... But I don't um, know who won. I, I fell asleep before it ended. Yeah, no. Yesterday wasn't like a fire day because the Jets are playing tonight. And the Niners had a bye week. And I said to Ben, I was like, oh, I wonder who the Niners are playing. And I said, oh, I looked at the schedule and they weren't on it. So I said, oh, they have a bye week. He goes, you know what a bye week is? <laughs> no, and I was like, I'm literally the number one football fan in the world. Like, get with the program. It's so crazy how we're just like taking over their thing. Yeah, no, it's mine now. And uh, it's kind of like what I did to your Marissa Tomei monologue. Like, I'm doing to football with the boys. And I'm just manifesting. Like, I want, I'm putting it out there. I want to go to the Super Bowl. Like, I think we should go. In where? Viva Las Vegas. Maybe State Farm wants to take me there too. Viva Las Vegas. By the way, I need to issue a correction. This is really important. Because when we were talking about the Flintstones and we were like, why would they go to Viva Las Vegas? Yeah. It was Viva Rock Vegas. They called it Rock Vegas, not Las Vegas. Right. Which is much more simpatico with the movie because they're living in the Stone Age. So they go Mm -hmm. to Rock Vegas. Duh. 
Duh. So I educated myself. I intend to do better. And I will just be trying my absolute best. Going Were you forward. listening though? I think that was the problem that I wasn't. Yeah, it's so true. I wasn't listening. In hindsight, we can see and that's where you went wrong. You can't learn if you don't listen. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Yes. A little Kardashian news. Kourtney Kardashian has likely given birth to baby boy Rocky. She is over the moon about her son's birth after the pregnancy took a stressful turn. So earlier this week, people exclusively revealed that she and her husband, Travis Barker, welcomed their first baby together. Now a source tells people that Courtney is in love with being a mom to a newborn again. She's over the moon about her son's arrival. Her pregnancy took a stressful turn towards the end. She is happy to just be able to snuggle her baby now. She feels so blessed. This is such a fabulous story. Like this whole journey for Courtney from like really wanting to have a baby and doing all the things, the IVF and and it not taking and then getting naturally pregnant. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's so inspiring, honestly. And I literally love this journey for her. I do too. And I really am excited for her to start whenever she decides to, to be sharing, like whether it's on the show or on her Instagram, like I just want to see her in this moment because we know how badly she like wanted a child with Travis and there's just like so much love there and to see her like be a mom for the fourth time even like how what is she doing the same what is she doing different I feel like when she became a mom the first three times that kind of ushered her into her clean era Mm -hmm. and I just would love to like know what she's up to like what are the baby product wrecks like yeah what's the 411 um maybe that's just like the mama in me but I'm really excited to see her share more yeah I agree I think it's so crazy that we know the baby's name. It's so like regular degular of her, which I love. Mm -hmm. And wait, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, and in terms of like her complications, we don't really know what happened. I do feel like that'll probably be saved for the show, right? Yeah. Or she's going to choose not to share, which she absolutely does not have to. She had said that she will share when like she's more ready and probably a little more out of the woods. So certainly not before like she had the baby. So I think she'll share. I just don't know if she's the type who would like save it for the show or she would be like, you know, I'm not, you know, selling my story. Like I'll share when whatever medium I feel like it. Push.com, a letter from the editor. Right. Yes, of course. I feel like it'll be on the show. Yeah, that probably is the best medium for it because she could share, like take as much time as she needs. Uh, So of course, you know, curious but I'm glad everything is okay and that yeah me baby too. is here baby is here baby Rocky I love the name Rocky and I think this is fab I love this era for Courtney like she's kind of she's having like a redemption era herself as well yeah in, in my Brittany eyes Mahomes. too yeah uh like Brittany Mahomes yeah it's nice so Mazel Tov Mazel tov. I hope the baby is you know all good and I hope she, mom's doing well I hope mom's doing well Next story, a little more Kardashian news because we were speculating about Kylie Jenner's new clothing line, Kai. Page Six is reporting that the clothing line made $1 million in the first hour on launch day. Damn. So the reality star appears to have another successful business venture on her hands. A representative for Kai confirmed to Page Six on Friday that the brand surpassed $1 million in sales in its first hour on launch day alone. People was the first to report the news. The project premiered on Wednesday with a collection of affordable faux leather items. Um, is that considered good? Like, obviously, a million dollars is like a ton of money. In one, but I'm hour. saying for this level of celebrity, like, is this good? I think so. Okay. I feel like if it wasn't something to brag about, they wouldn't be bragging about it. They wouldn't share the figures, right? But a million dollars in an hour, like, no other clothing brand is doing that, really. No, I am curious, like, what Kylie Swim launch was like. Like, for her, is this for her other businesses, like? I feel like it's better than Kylie Swim. Maybe not as big as like the first lip kit launch. I don't even know what that was. But she only had like maybe 10,000 of each color. I don't know if there was a million dollars to be made. Yeah, that's true. So I think think this is good or else they wouldn't be telling us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. I saw somebody doing a try-on haul. Do you know that guy Charles Gross from TikTok? Let's talk about it. I don't. You don't know him? Let's talk about it. He's like very high fashion. He's so like funny. Um, what did he, he did, think? So he tried on the pants, the big coat. He loved the coat. He said the pockets were a little shallow though. And he didn't love the pants, but they looked good, but he didn't love them. I don't know if he bought the stuff, if he was gifted the stuff. The coat is interesting to me. It's very high fashion. It's not for, I, wouldn't, I could never wear it. It's not for really anyone. I think you should give it a shot. 
It's also like it's not for a five foot zero person. It's like so long to the floor. Maybe snitch. Maybe snitch. Maybe I'll get it for her just so I could see her in it. He did say it had a scent because it's, you know, faux leather. But he said it's very common. It's not like a bad scent. It's just the scent. Yeah. Speaking of getting things for others, did you get me a birthday gift yet? I did. Or did you? Why are you saying it like that? I have some inside info. From who? <laughs> no, I don't want I won't blow up anyone's spot. I did get you a present, bitch. So I believe you. No, but also like you don't owe me a present until I see you. So like if you bought it yet or you didn't, like I wouldn't know, and it doesn't matter. But it I did. I bought me. it. I purchased it about a week ago. It doesn't affect me. But I would love to talk offline about who's starting rumors about me in the family. I'll just tell you. I was send. I saw something. Um, online on Saks Fifth Avenue that was so me so I sent it to someone because I was like if you need a gift idea and they were like oh no I actually wound up getting finding you something maybe send it to Claudia okay snitch <laughs> okay Margo <gasps> when was this Rue when was this last night well, that's Last so funny because I haven't spoken to Snitch about your birthday present okay. since last week when I purchased right after. Got it. Okay, cool. So she had old scale Okay, info. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like lying out of my teeth. No, I have not gotten you a present yet. I was going to go out. You're coming to New York. So no, like I, I was going to wait I'm to not, give I'm you a person. Say, I'm not saying that you needed well, to no, have a present already. That was like a crazy amount of lying even for me. I can't no, believe I'm, you would lie straight to my FaceTime. Yeah, no, I I'm going. I was like literally spe- going to spend the afternoon shopping for you. Well, that's always fun. I tried to buy you something online. It's very hard, you know. You just got to go in store. Yes, and it's fun. But I really would have appreciated that link. Well, I decided I don't want it. Um, okay. That it's not like it, it was a cute idea, but it's like like a little ugly, mm-hmm. and I don't need it. Yet ugly. Yet ugly. It was a Fendi logo baby carrier, which is like so me. Okay, that's so superfluous. But like, like, I really don't need it, want it. So no, we decided no. And let me ask you a question. As a mom, do you appreciate like mom gifts or do you want like something nice? Personally, like, it's all the same to me. If it's like a really cute like mom Diaper bag. Thing, yeah, like that's for me. I have to look at it every day. Like I'm not like, oh, I need it to be for me. Okay. Because also everything that I use right now, like that's my reality. Right, right, right. So if you got me something that's just like, so not your reality. Not my reality. That would be unrealistic. It would. As it is not my reality. It's not. So thank you for being honest. You're welcome. Are you ready for our next story? If it's our next story that's brought to you by State Farm, because this episode of The Toast is brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. Because after all, life is just better when you can personalize your experiences. So think about it like this. What are your music playlists, podcast feeds, and social media scrolls all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you. We all know that right now our social medias are full of two entirely different things. Jax's are giving, you know, breastfeeding mama, how to get the perfect latch, co-sleeping, things like that. And mine are giving, you know, travel destinations you know cocktail recipes we're just different like that Mm -hmm. and that's what the state farm personal price plan is all about it gives you options to help you personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most all at an affordable price just for you so you can see more of yourself in everything you love like a good neighbor state farm is there prices vary by state options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary let me say that one more time like a good neighbor state farm is there prices vary by state options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary Thank you. It works. Both Turdy and State Farm. And Turdy from State Farm. Yes. Our fifth and final story. Some more Viva Las Vegas news because Katy Perry did her final Vegas show this weekend. It was a big weekend in Vegas. Her daughter made uh, her first public appearance at the show. Megan and Harry were there. (gasps) They were? They were. I I don't know why I find that shocking. For Katy fans. Like I could see them at Adele. I'm surprised they I haven't know. been there. I could see them at Adele. They went to Beyonce. I, I think they, they were rumored to go to the Eras tour, but there were never any photos. And when she went to Beyonce, there was a thousand videos. Right. So I feel like they didn't go. I agree. There would have been one photo. Um, Katy Perry's just kind of like a random pop star, like deep cut. Yeah. I 
appreciate it. I love Katie and I think her music is for everyone and it's so amazing. So I understand why someone would want to go. Yeah, of course. That won't be me because apparently her residency is over and I missed it. Yeah, I, I feel like that came and went. Yeah, I don't think it was meant to be like a Wayne Newton sort of thing. Celine Dion. But it was something. She's been doing it for a while. A lot of celebs have come through. Kim. And this was her final show. And she put her um, her daughter on screen during a segment of the performance. She paused and gave her a shout out before Hot and Cold. She cute. said, Daisy, I love you so much. You're my best friend. I'm so glad you're here. That is so cute. I like love the the pop star Vegas journey you know yeah it's very fun to watch and I feel like at one point it became really oversaturated but the thing with like tickets is like the cream rises so you come and do two shows that's not a residency I would consider Katy Perry's a successful residency I saw a lot of content about it on TikTok I know a lot of people went yeah I feel like she should I hope she enjoyed herself and would do it again at a time yeah when obviously maybe I could attend. Adele's is a success yeah. she's still going I think she's adding more you should go like yeah, I will. Like when I it's something find to myself see. in Vegas. It's truly something to say. I would love to go. Yeah. Kelly? Um, Kelly's there? When? Now. No. She's been like doing residency. But she hasn't been there in a while. Kelly Clarkson. How do you know? Because I, I like the Vegas residency TikTok. Like that's how I know about stuff. Oh, that's true. But I feel like remember she was changing lyrics. Oh, yes. Well, when her show went on break over the summer and she released her album, she was doing a lot of like things that weren't the Kelly Clarkson show. I feel like that's the only time of year she can do stuff. She's has her next show is December 30th, December 31st. Oh, my God. Vegas. New Year's yes. Kelly. Well, we have big bet we already we have, have big, plans. Yeah, better plans. No offense. But Kelly. that's that if you're in, in the, if you're looking for plans for New Year's Eve, that's a good plan. That's an amazing plan. Love that. Those are the past five stories. It feels though you absolutely need to know them, honestly. Absolutely. And what's so amazing is that because today's episode was sponsored by State Farm, they know they know what's good. And I told you that the episode would have a little surprise at the end. We usually do this on Wednesdays, but State Farm knows how Dear Toasters is like the best part of the toast every week. So they've decided to give us a bonus, bonus Jonas. Bonus Jonas, dear farmer. Yeah, we're going to do Dear Toasters today, but it's called Dear Farmer because it's brought to you by State Farm and that's cute as hell. Can I be so, honest? Dear Farmer, greater than Dear Toasters. Like, that's an amazing segment. What do you think about permanently changing the name? I personally like it. Dear Farmer. Duh. I like, I like Dear Farmer, but I like Dear Firmer better. Vote. Sound off in the comments. Um, okay, so we're doing Dear Toasters, our weekly advice segment where you can write in and get advice from your favorite girlies. Email us, deartoasters at gmail.com or head to thetoastpodcast.com to submit something for advice where, don't worry, we keep it totally anonymous. Um, so, Dear Farmer, are you ready? Born ready. Hey, girlies. I've been with my girlfriend for seven years and I'm ready to propose. I have the ring and everything. We're both running out of PTO as we are traveling for a few events this year. We have a destination wedding at the end of the month and are extending the trip for a few days. Would it be wrong to propose to her days after someone else's wedding? I want it to be special, but this location is really beautiful and I don't want it to ruin, but I don't want it to ruin our good friend's moment either. Please help. I don't think it's wrong to do a few days after the wedding, especially if it's like a beautiful location. As long as it's not like the wedding weekend, maybe wait till like the last day of your trip. But I think having like a special moment at home is underrated. I agree with that. I don't feel like you need to be traveling or take time off. Like I think you could do really something really special like in your own neighborhood, like a good neighbor or in your backyard or in your home, like, or in places that mean a lot to you where you right, live. Right, where your first date was. Right, like, I think sometimes people overthink it and you don't have to go away. You don't have to take time off. You don't have to be out of town. Like, I kind of am here for just a sentimental at-home neighborly proposal. I want to say, I think that's the best advice. Like, you don't need to overdo it. But let's say for argument's sake, you've decided, like, this is what you want to do. Whatever, your girlfriend... It's like very clear she wants to get engaged in Mexico or something, whatever. Yeah. I think you do have to be careful. I wouldn't share it on social media for a, a couple of days. Like let the fanfare from the wedding die down. Also, I wouldn't do it like at the hotel. I would maybe plan a day trip to a beautiful beach. 
try and differentiate it as much as possible. It's fine. Once a wedding is over, like it's over. I'm sorry. You know, your time is up. You've given us, we've got nine months of, you know, bridal showers, bachelor parties, but try and differentiate it as much as possible. But I do agree with Jackie's sentiment. Like, don't overthink it. Sometimes the most beautiful things and the most meaningful things are the simplest things. And I just want to say, if this were me, the idea of like getting proposed to like pigging backing off of someone yeah. else's weekend, like, you know, the flights were paid for, the hotel was paid for, and we're just kind of like, you know, doing like what Brock and Sheena tried to do. Yeah, Brock and Sheena. I would feel more special doing something like at home that was meant for me versus like the piggyback. Yeah, I agree. Any sort of specialness that the the travel destination provides is a little bit taken away by the fact that it's for someone else's Yeah, it marriage. was like a two-for-one sale. Yeah, and I agree. Like, proposals are so intimate and so special. Honestly, I feel like it's one of the most special parts of the wedding planning process. It's before all the torture starts. There's that element of surprise. And to do it in a simple way, I actually, I agree with Jackie. I think that's some of the best advice. yeah. Don't overthink it. If So I would do, like, I personally, I would prefer not on someone else's dime, technically. Okay, I love this. We're not on our own dimes that we're already spent for another cause. Yeah. Hey, Jax Turd, Bryson Strice. I love this submission, okay? I'm 28 and single. A popular reality show, dating show, is coming to my city, and I'm thinking about sending in an application. I know the show is so cringy and everybody on it is so thirsty, but same. Should I send in the application and risk being embarrassed on national television or continue to be a commoner layperson, continue doing the typical boring life? Also, it's just hard out here to meet someone. Feels impossible sometimes. Any thoughts are welcomed. Love you. Bye. Okay, definitely it's Love is Blind because they yeah, are the uh, show duh. that goes city to city. And I would say- And it's cringy. Do it. Same. You got to take risks. I just read Molly May's book and she was saying how she was thinking about going on Love Island and she knew, of course, like it could, she was building up this influencer career and like this could- take Destroy. her down and she could embarrass herself and be ruined or she could find success with it in a number of different ways you know with her career she found love and if I hadn't just read that book maybe I would say like it's not worth it but I'm gonna say go ahead don't embarrass don't I mean it's hard you know never know how they're gonna edit you but try to carry yourself with grace and respect and don't do anything that you wouldn't, wouldn't be, be proud would be of and if they edit you to be someone that you're not it's out of your control but the things that are within your control be you. I also just feel like the fact that you're thinking this through so much and you know the possibilities. Like, obviously, you listen to The Toast. We talk a lot about, like, reality TV, the good, the bad, the ugly. You, I feel like you have a good head on your shoulders. The sheer fact that you're really, like, considering this heavily and not just doing it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get a 1,000 Instagram followers. Like, you're thinking about a lot. I feel like it makes me think you're, like, a very self-aware person. And I think a lot of the times the people who come off the worst on reality TV lack that self-awareness. But it seems like you have that. Yeah, but I think also the people who go on reality TV, like, think that they are going – they never expect that they're going to come off the way that they do, whether it's because right. of their own actions or they've been edited a certain way. But, like, even if, say, you came off badly, like, it's really just a moment in time. These things are so cyclical. Fluid. They just, like, you know – are out of the news. Even like, who was the last scandalous person on Love is Blind? Irina. What did she even do? I don't remember. It's so true. It's fine. Life goes on. And I think if you really want to take the risk, like, go for it. Yeah. No, there's, by the way, there's risk and there's reward here. I think you should do it. Also, you have to come on the toast. <laughs> you have to make it all the way. Be such a big star from it. Come on the toast. Tell us everything. And don't talk to anybody else in the press. And mention on the show as much as you can, like how you love this podcast and like wear your merch. We'll send you merch. We'll send you merch. Wear it in the pod every day. Yeah. In the pod. All right. Our third and final. Hey farmers. <laughs> Hi girlies. I'm in my toddler mom era and we're embarking on different sports teams for our kids. We live in an affluent area and we are all by all means doing well financially. We feel happy and we feel complete. However, the more and more I attend my daughter's soccer practice and games, she's four, by the way, I'm starting to feel really uncomfortable around the other moms. They aren't super friendly, and I get the feeling they just think I'm like a slob kebab since I'm not dripping in diamonds and designer brands, which is just not my vibe. I'm more at leisure. We're at soccer practice. There's also just a 90% chance I'm just projecting, and they don't even notice me, but I still want to get an outsider's opinion on how to handle the situation. 
you can you can't know until you talk to them like if you're just vibing it could be your own insecurity like you you have to know for sure that they like think you're a slob before we can ha properly hate them yeah you could be judging them like based on yep. what they look like as just as much as you think that they're judging you but i will say i was actually just talking to a bunch of moms about this sort of thing the other day and how like each of them has had an experience with like mean girl moms in their community or whatever and there are a lot of other people who feel this way so maybe if those women like are what you think they are there has to be other women who feel the way that you do at the soccer practice like go meet them go talk to them because like um it's a very universal feeling to like it really feels like mm. high school all over again yeah and I was just having this conversation with some other women who all were feeling this way it's like I would never expect that they would feel that way right too. that's so funny yeah like mom culture it's yeah. like a hierarchy yeah no it's literally high school but I just want to say, like, don't start, like, buying diamonds and no. dressing differently. Because that's how, like, one of my books starts, you know? A murder mystery. She tries to keep up with the women in the neighborhood. She takes it too far. She sleeps with someone's husband. Next thing you know, she's dead. Or she's the killer. Right. Like, that, don't... It's a slippery slope, you know? That, yeah. And you that, know what? That we, high life, that, like, rich mom neighborhood. We're too old to pretend to be people that we're not. It's so true. Like, you're, you're raising a daughter. Well, what would you tell your daughter to do? Yeah. No, and, like, we are who we are at this point. Like... So true. Don't change who you are for someone else ever, period. Period. So that was your bonus Jonas, Dear Farmers episode brought to you. This whole episode was brought to you by State Farm. Thank you, State Farm, for bringing me to BravoCon. Thank you for a fabulous episode, Jax. Happy birthday, Jakey from State Farm. Thank you so much. Thank you to I everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day. Who has messaged me and sent me well wishes on my birthday. I feel, I feel it. I'm so glad. I feel so it. So I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up. Wrap it up. Thanks so much to State Farm for sponsoring this special episode of The Toast. I've said it once and I'll say it again and I'll say it as many times as until you guys get it through your thick heads. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Love, Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Toast. Okay, bye. Love ya. Bye.